0: The stars at night are big and bright, (laughs) deep Deep in in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and definitely not election night shenanigans. Yeah, let's let's talk about that right off the bat. Um, (laughs) Because we are recording this on Tuesday night in... Like, a bid on both of our parts to not follow election results. Well, Uh, semi. I mean, an unintentional bid. No, mine. No, mine is absolutely... Dude, seriously, I canceled driving five hours of favor to do this because, like, that's how hardcore I was going to not pay attention to election results. Like, I don't... I... I am too scarred by 2016. I do not want to watch them. I have a friend who is going to send me a a thumbs up or a thumbs down when they call the race between Beto and Cruz, And, like, that's it. I will will find out tomorrow morning and cry along with the rest of the country if necessary. But, like, I don't want to know right now. I can't handle it. I have a proposition (sighs) for us, for our listeners. So let's... Do since this will be coming out tomorrow morning, yes. Uh, let's record two takes. Let's record one right now that's like us cheering and happy, and then we can record one of us giving advice for what to do tomorrow if everybody lost, and then we can put a timestamp on it in the podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my best at being cheerful, because I don't feel cheerful right now. (laughs) Listen, both of us know, and and in fact, honestly, like, across the board, across the board, the most likely outcome is that it kind of goes, Dems win some races, and Dems don't win others. And obviously, the one that you and I are most focused on is Beto and Cruz, but, like, from a overall united states standpoint it's possible that dems take one chamber and not the other um it's also possible that they make good gains in one and then don't make losses in another like i mean the most likely outcome is a mixed bag
1: Mm -hmm. and And so i think
0: while i understand that that's good for the country what i'm really focused on is beto o'rourke Right. <laughs> that right. is where all of my energy and all of my money has gone over this election cycle. <laughs> like, and I have donated know, so much to that man. <laughs> I need him to win. It's historic. It's very historic, yeah. regardless of the outcome. Let's be real. Yeah. But but so, from a big picture, there will be things to be happy about tomorrow, no matter what. That's true. Okay, so let's do the happy one. All right. Ready? Sure. You start. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Okay. Now your best piece of advice. Go pick out the biggest book that you can find and hit yourself over the head with it. <laughs> and hopefully you'll just forget that any of this ever happened. That's it. That's my my advice. <laughs> uh wash madam secretary because it may not make you feel better but Tay Leone is so pretty. I mean Honestly, I really do love that show a lot. I can't remember why I stopped watching it for a little while, but I need to... I love it so much. Again. It's inconsistent. Like, season one is so good. And yeah. season two is kind of like whatever. And then season three is so good. Okay, or, and I think that's what happened is I got to season two and I was kind of like, hmm. And like, season three is kind of like half good, half not good. But season... I'm watching season four right now. And it's very good. Okay. So cool. it's inconsistent. Season one is... Totally, totally super fun. I mean, as with most things, most things are inconsistent. Like, that's just a thing. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) That was also advice. Yeah, my advice to you is to drink enough wine that you burp into a microphone on a (laughs) podcast. (laughs) We are also podcasting on the second game of a back-to-back for our favorite team, the Dallas Stars. Do we want to talk about them a little bit? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, they had some good things come out of this road trip because they finally started winning on the road. Went on their first three-game streak of the season and a four-game point streak because they did eke a point out of last night, even though everything else was a huge old negative. (laughs) Horror show. (laughs) Except for Anton Kudobin. Like, I don't really feel like... I honestly don't feel like enough people give, like, stars goalies credit anymore, but, like... They really don't. Anton Kudobin is the reason that that game was not 7-1. Like... Oh, yeah. And the fact that we got... Well, then I say we. I mean the stars, obviously, because I don't play for them. But the fact that the stars even got a point out of that game fucking ridiculous, because that that goal by Foxa was such a, one of those, like, you carried it across the line, you shoot it on net, just because you're like, hey, maybe it'll go in. Either way, I'm trying to kill a penalty, and I want to get it as far down the ice as possible. Tukarask no. must have had his finger up his nose. Who the fuck knows what he was doing? <laughs> and it goes in. Like, that should not, under any circumstance, have gone in the net. And yet, it did. And then... Anton Hudobin built a, a like a force field around his net for the rest of the game. Ooh. I mean, okay, we also, very lucky. Yes, I was about to say there was that one time where he was like, Ha ha, ha I have the puck, except he did not have the puck. And, and it got whistled a- down and Bjork got a got a goal stolen from him. And if I were if I were a Bruins fan, I too would be pissed as hell about that. <laughs> Like, I oh, get yeah, it. Absolutely. I get it. I get it, Bruins fans. I get it. But you'll get one of those this season. It all regresses. It, <laughs> it all, all regresses to regresses. a meme. That's all. Honestly, like, Whew. so we, we postponed recording Sunday, which is our usual recording day, for recording today, because I have been super duper duper sick, and I've also been super duper duper busy, and so, like, Honestly, if we had not postponed recording and then I got to watch last night's game, I would have probably watched maybe two periods of hockey in the last two weeks. And it's very much one of those things where it's like, well, shit, I'm actually like trying to be a little bit of a better fan this year. <laughs> <But> I'm not <laughs> succeeding. <laughs> but it's not because like I don't actually, I'm not, I feel so much more invested in the results this year. And so now I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'll take those. Like, we didn't deserve that point, but I'm kind of glad we got it because I really want to be in the playoffs and, like, I really think we could do it. And, like, it's kind of nice seeing the Stars not play well and win. You know what I mean? Yes, because I feel like last season the only thing we saw them do was play and lose, regardless of whether they were playing poorly or well. Yeah, and 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 so it gives me a little bit more faith. And frankly, like the beginning of the season, it was like all top line guys scoring all the time. And other than Jason Spezza who you can kind of maybe consider sometimes a toppish line guy depending on how the lines are built out. Now it seems like the only people scoring are our depth and that's Not necessarily a good thing, but it's certainly good to see it happen, because that was the main gripe we had last podcast. Yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. One, but one guy who has come up twice in our, our reader questions, uh. I mean, it's not just here. Like, let's be clear Everybody on DVD is also talking about this player. Oh yeah. And I oh, see yeah. I see poor Mike Haika having to answer a shit ton of questions about him. So Well, to it to, to get into it. Driving Girl asks, Is it possible to be more meh about Val Followed very quickly by the best shanty in the all the land who asks is it time to call Val a bust and send him on his way? What do you think? I... Well, eh? we can't send him on his way. He's got a three-year contract. No, and obviously, yes. No, <laughs> there's no So there's that. <laughs> there is <laughs> that. Um, He does have two points. I mean... Are they... Like nine, they're assists, though, right? He hasn't scored. He has not scored any goal. He has two assists. Uh, one of them is a primary assist, which is good. That's actually... Two points is the same number of points that Janmark has in fewer games. The same number of points that Blake Como has in fewer games. And it's not like, you know, Blake Como is somebody that we should be lifting up as, like, a fucking example here. But I think, <laughs> the, I think the point really more so is that he is providing a little bit of depth, which we need. Yeah. And... I think the issue is more so that people expected him to be a top 6 type player when I know I said it frequently and I know you said it frequently like the the expectation for anybody with eyes was he would not be a top 6 type player right Right. So that is what we thought which makes the two point nine five that million a year that we're paying him. Uh, fine. I mean he's only signed it's through not next good. year. So whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It was a two year contract for three million, not a three year contract for two million. And it was six yeah. million total. Yeah, it's a two year contract. So he's only signed through next year. Anyway, like, I'm not happy with it. I don't really like his game as much as others did. He still... The thing that, like, still gets me is, like, he still doesn't know how to elevate the puck. You know what still gets me is that he's still only 23 years old, which, like, hitting his prime and as a top-round draft pick, you want him to be better at this point? Um, yes. and I mean you can't even call it conditioning because he spent so long not in the star system. You know, like yeah, it's not a development issue. No, no, it's a it's a issue. It's a Valentinushkin issue. That you said, know that we're only paying Tyler Pitlick a million dollars a year. I did know that. That man is more than earning that. I agree. I petitioned to give. Val Natchushkin salary to Tyler Pitlick. Just swap contracts. They're signed for the same amount of time. It makes sense to me. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think. I, I think the other thing is that we are literally only nine games into Val's season. I know. So yeah. No. Me. I mean, that is also a thing. Tyler Sagan is on a ten-game like pointless streak, so like or goalless streak. So goalless streak. Yeah. Like, I mean, yes, obviously everything comes and comes and goes and maybe he'll make us all look stupid by the end. We'll see. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that like, gosh, so it's so I wouldn't be surprised if he had a 30 point season. I think that's kind like, of what we've always said, is that he'd have a 30 point. God, you can tell I'm really sick. <coughs> I think we've always said that he was going to have a 30 point season, so that's still what I'm expecting. There is positives in the rest of his game he hasn't taken any penalties but he has drawn one and that's always really good his actually his shots his like the 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 little individual coursey that he does is actually quite good um it's got it's at over 11 per 60 um which is right up there with jason dickinson and justin dowling higher than pitlick um, higher than most of the other depth guys so he's definitely trying and i think um the more he works maybe in monty's i don't have high expectations but i think he will be better than we have seen i'm, I'm sure i'm sure i don't know fingers crossed yeah. fingers crossed on that <laughs> sounded like you both knocked on wood and crossed some fingers i did i definitely did do that excellent So, prior to tonight, which uh, Dallas is still playing at CBJ, uh, they are losing quite badly. Oh, I hadn't even looked. I mean, I'm not... Okay, I am a little surprised because CBJ has been so shit awful. But, like, I'm also not that surprised because they just played last night. And they played like they'd played five games in nine nights. And now it's six games in ten nights. And that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games in not very many nights. So... You know what? If we lose this one, we lose this one. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah! I accidentally clicked on, oh, Nick Foligno scored. Okay, here's the thing. I don't dislike the Blue Jackets. And while I don't want them to win against the Stars, if Bob Rofsky is playing and Nick Foligno is playing, there's going to be a Nick and Bob hug at the end. And that's all I'm really here for, for the Columbus Blue Jackets. (laughs) So. That is true. Yeah. Uh, After tonight, Dallas may not be in a playoff spot. Um, There's a lot of people sitting at 17 points, but they currently are. Um, There's still a whole period left, so who knows? They could come back. They're only down by three. (laughs) Weirder Uh, things have happened. So much weirder things have happened. Um, but again, that would put them at 8-6. If they win tonight, they would be 9-5-1 and one on the year. If they lose tonight, they will be 8-6-1 on the year. And neither one of those is particularly bad. Not good, but not particularly bad. Yeah, we're just a bubble team in a bubble world. Yeah, I that's don't... what it is. Uh, I mean, I feel like every prediction we've made has come true at this point. Yeah, we're Turns out we're good at those. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't have predicted though. I kind of would have this one though. But keep going. Sure. What would you have? No- you have predicted. What? What would you have predicted? Uh, I was going. I was. Gonna, I would pass the the transition baton. I Lally. would have predicted that should the Blackhawks have another. Like, they, they missed the playoffs last year, right? Should they have another shitty start to this season that Coach Q was going to be on the chopping block? Because that's what people go to. They blame the coach. They don't blame the the team makeup. Because the team makeup, they look at all these separate parts and say, you've got Taves, you've got Kane, you've got Corey Crawford, who has won three Stanley Cups. You've got, you know, all these pieces that should make a great hole, completely negating the fact that, like, all they have are these little pieces and then the rest of their team is shit. So yeah. Yeah. Like I would have, I honestly, if you had asked me, I would have been like, you, something's going to happen there and it's either going to be Bowman or it's going to be Q and it, it's easier to fire a coach than it is to fire a GM. Well, that one, yeah, that one, I don't, it's not that I, I wouldn't say I didn't see it coming because the, the Blackhawks are the, are trash. Right yeah. uh, But the one that actually did surprise me was the Stevens firing for the LA Kings. And oh, I see. I didn't even know he'd been fired. So that's where I was oh, on that. yeah. So he got fired, like, Saturday or something. Oh. And then, and then Quenville got fired today while I was commuting to work. Yeah, no, I was, <laughs> I was on the internet for Quenville's firing and it was like the entire of Twitter exploded. And it well, was like, I mean, if there was one thing firing. that was going to knock everybody off that senator's video, it was going to be Quittable getting fired. <laughs> so, like, you're welcome to those poor senators that were in that taxi cab. Yeah. Eugene Melnick oh, was Stan Bowman a fucking fruit basket, right? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> what I really wonder... God, I hate... I hate this. I hate this so much. Like, I a, I don't want to actually, like... We all know are my feelings on the LA Kings and the Chicago Blackhawks pretty well by now, if you've listened to this podcast more than once. Or but, like yeah. followed you on Twitter for even a hot second. A hot second. Neither of these guys deserve to be fired, in my opinion. I mean, I I don't I pay attention about as much as anybody who doesn't give a shit about the Kings. I don't... I don't know where I was going with that analogy. I don't pay attention to the Kings, so I don't really know what their issues are. I pay att- attention to the Blackhawks because they're in Central. my division. But, uh... Like, is it a similar kind of thing? It's almost exactly the same. Okay. Um, let's just say this also. Jack Campbell's starting. I mean... Okay. And I knew that, but I also was hearing that, like, he's actually better than the stars thought he was too no, well he's, not doing, the case? he's doing he's okay, doing okay but he's certainly putting up backup numbers okay so you've got a backup goalie playing as your starter putting up backup goalie numbers so what's wrong with Jonathan Quick is he just not starting or is he injured he's injured injured oh okay so who's who's uh who's backing up Chet Campbell i think peter di i don't remember Oh okay, but like Uh, they had, they're missing their starting goalie. They, the only they signed Kovalchuk for depth. Kovalchuk, like Kovalchuk, whatever. Accents can go on various parts of words. No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you all I've heard it said. Not arguing with you i argue with you all the time and you know it (laughs) that's Uh, like 99 percent of what our friendship is based on (laughs) also people love it when we podcast so i guess (laughs) i just don't know what you want from me at this point in time oh my god okay i'm gonna start Uh, agreeing with every single thing you say and we'll see how interesting a podcast that makes Oh, God, no, don't let's... let's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please, no shit! I don't want that at all! <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, it's just the same thing. Like, they don't have... They have a poorly constructed roster. Um, They thought everything was fine because Kopitar went fucking insane last year and, like, did all the points. And Jonathan Quick was really good last year. And... Turns out that's not enough. Weird. And at this point, like, I'm almost over the schadenfreude. Almost. Wait, with the Kings? I'm never over the schadenfreude with the Kings. Or the, the Blackhawks. Like- I'm never over the schadenfreude with any team that I don't like. And I don't like the Kings. <laughs> and I don't like the Blackhawks. And I don't I mean, okay, here's the thing about the Blackhawks. I feel slightly sorry for Jonathan Daves because if there's one person in this world that doesn't deserve it, it's him. Yeah. He's a good egg and I He's a bad. good egg on a bad team, and I just feel bad for him. He's surrounded he- by shit people that he has to Like not just for. shit like people, but shit people. Yeah.
1: Like, let's put some
0: emphasis on that, because it's some shit. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve any of it. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. What's funny to me is that, like, last week we were like, there were no shenanigans. We basically are making up topics. And then this week... We got so many shenanigans. Well, I we got- mean, and I'm kind of happy that we waited till Tuesday, because otherwise we would have missed the Quenville stuff, and by the time we recorded our podcast, it would have been stale as fuck. So, like, thanks for being no, sick. Not only would we have missed the Quenville stuff, we would have also missed the, the Senators, senators video. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, if you guys have not watched this, I just... Highly recommend you listen to these polite Canadian boys being politely, completely, like, trash-talking their management, their coaches, like, the decisions that are made with them during practice. Also, I can't even remember what word they were calling. Oh, was it their twig? Were they calling yeah. their sticks their twigs? Because they twiggy. call it pracky. And then they said this something about throwing the twiggy into the glass. And I was like, I cannot with any of you. You grown men or what? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yes. It was like, it was so obvious that they were dudes who were talking to each other, not like knowing that they had this shared language that they weren't having to translate for anybody that wasn't in their club. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking about a couple of times? It was hilarious. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, the uh, Senators' players are also basically over their coach. Yeah. And they would really like to respect their coach and feel like their coach is directing them in any way, shape, or form. So, if you didn't catch what happened last night at, I think it was something around 11, no, it was during the game, so it had to have been, like, 8 p.m. Yeah, it was, Out like, 11, time. though. I don't know. It was fucking really dark. I'm still not... I'm not there. Oh. Yet. With Um, the daylight savings. It's just very dark, very early, and I'm not okay with it. Was that last night or the night before? No, it was literally last night during the game. Because I remember, because I was like, well, in good news, while we were watching that video, the Bruins only got three shots on goal. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I guess I watched it today at work, Um, because I honestly... All of the days run together right now. I don't know where I am or what day it is. Yep. Yep. Well, so for those of you who were not online last night at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Or who didn't watch it this morning before Quenville got fired. Or who didn't watch it over and over and over again instead of looking at election results. The Ottawa Senators players, like five-ish players, including... Oh, it was like six or... It was seven. There were three guys in the back, three guys in the middle, and one guy in the front. Okay. Uh, notably, Matt Duchesne is, I think, the biggest name in that video. Um, but a lot of, like, important guys, and, um, one guy who's now been returned to the AHL or whatever, or his junior Uh, team. yeah, he's went back to his junior team. I can get the, get the- It doesn't matter. It doesn't I'm looking it up anyway! You can't stop me! (laughs) They were recorded in an Uber- basically as Mary said trash talking their PK coach specifically uh, Marty Raymond and talking about how he doesn't lead video practices or like video sessions very well and that he never teaches you anything in practice and like Matt Shane is specifically like the big quote is that I haven't paid attention in three weeks um, in one of his, in, in his uh, PK video breakdown sessions that kind of thing yeah, like, the, lot... Marty Raymond, the only coach in NHL history to have the worst power play and the worst PK within a calendar year. Oh god. Chris Weidman was also there. Yeah. Chris Weidman. Chris Tierney. Thomas, Thomas Shabbat. Thomas Shabbat. Um mm-hmm. I I honestly I I feel bad for the players. Like, the thing about it for me is that, like, people are like, well, yeah, it's okay if you record people in an Uber because, like, it's a liability thing. And, like, you could have the video if you're, like, somebody tries to get violent or, like, somebody in, like, yeah, but your car or something like that. This dude but me- Everybody I've ever seen do it has a fucking notice. Yeah. So, yes, everybody has, everybody should have a notice. And also, not everybody is then uploading it to the internet because they know they have famous people in their car. Well, so here's the twist of the situation uh i don't know if you caught this today because this came out oh, this afternoon but they had um a couple of guys talking to the media like borowiecki and whatever talking to the media none of the guys in the video were allowed to talk to the media but it came out that the senators had the video and were deciding what to do with it and then this guy just went and uploaded it to the internet oh shit so, the running theory is that this guy was trying to get money from the Ottawa Senators to not upload it from to the internet. This dude is just a fucking creeper. This Uber driver is a real fucking creep, and while it is technically legal in Arizona to record people as long as there is a single party who knows that it's being there being recorded i e the Uber driver himself, uh no, dude, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. No, it's really creepy. creepy. And, like, as a, like, my whole thing is, like, I, legality aside, like, as a woman, I would, like, this dude has no boundaries. Like, a person who doesn't let you know that that's going on or have, like, the, any sort of notification or anything like that, like, I think they're gonna jerk off to a video of me. Like, if you're a dude recording a lady, I think you're jerking off to it. Yeah. No, 1,000%, Yeah. Absolutely. I, per, okay, so I don't ride in Ubers anyway. <laughs> like, the idea that I would, that I am in public and somebody would be videoing me without my consent, like, no. Why? No. No. Stop, please. This is gross. You are making me hellishly uncomfortable. I get, I get that there's a safety issue there for Uber drivers, especially because. It's not like taxis where everything is licensed and you can tell it's a taxi and everything like that. But, like, at the same time, like, you are more vulnerable as a passenger than I feel like you are as a driver. Yes. And and I think the idea is that maybe we should make zero people feel vulnerable. (laughs) That would be the ideal situation, yes. But as the person driving the car, you have, you automatically have more power than the person riding in it. Right. And there have been so many, like, even in Denver, there was, I think, a woman who was like, I I have seen, since I've been living here in Denver, and I take Uber a lot, Lyft or whatever, of ride shares, a lot. Because I live downtown and it's just so much better if I'm going to go have a drink or something like that. And... That in your parking is street parking. That's the other reason. But, like, there have been multiple reports, even in the year that I have been living here, of, like, Uber drivers, like, assaulting their passengers. And I've never once heard of an uh, a, like, it's never been in the news that a passenger has assaulted an Uber driver. In Denver in the last year. Oh, I was gonna say. Like, I mean, I very, can think of very... one famous example of somebody beating up a taxi driver, but that's... Well. <laughs> Speaking of the Blackhawks. Again. Yeah, no, I know. Not to, not to say it doesn't ever happen and yeah. that they don't deserve safety and feeling safe. Absolutely, but, absolutely. But, like, yeah, for all the reasons that we've said. Oh, my God. Anyway. The, my other thing is that, like, other people are coming out and being like, well, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be talking like that in public, whatever. Okay, so to them I say, basically, with all the love in my heart, fuck off. Because... They, first of all, were not really in public. They were in a car with seven of them and one driver. Yeah. And who says that you are not allowed to complain about your boss, even if you are a famous person? Who says that you are not allowed to complain about your boss? Like, for me, if it were me in that situation, knowing I was a famous person and that I already identified myself as an Ottawa senator player, I probably wouldn't have. Just because I've already now identified myself as an Ottawa senator player. But otherwise, like, you're allowed to complain about your boss. It's a free fucking country. I'm pretty sure Canada has that rule, too. And, like, there's a lot of people who are like, well, you never know who's listening. This isn't fucking OPSEC. No. Like, this isn't, like, confidential information No, that, like, is being leaked to the press that could Nobody's lives are at stake here. (laughs) Nobody's lives are at stake here. They're just complaining (laughs) about how they don't like their their PK coach. Like, okay, cool. I don't like their PK coach either. And, you know, and my other thing, I I really, 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 like, I've been working since I was 22. I I mean, in a corporate environment, in an office type environment for the most part. And there is some truth to, like, If you're bitching about something at work, you should know who's around. Now, if you're bitching about something at happy hour, you probably aren't going to be on the lookout for your boss. You should still also be aware who's around because one time my friend Anna and I from work, we went out to Wendy's for lunch and we started bitching about our respective bosses who are no longer our bosses because they both got fired. But we were bitching about our bosses and we turned around and somebody was sitting behind us from work. (laughs) And we both kind of looked at each other and we were like, oh shit. And we abruptly changed the subject. And then later, my friend went up to that dude and was like, oh, and he was like, it's cool. Everybody needs to vent sometimes. But that's my point. Yeah. Is that even if you <clears throat> get caught bitching about your boss, a good boss or a good coworker understands the difference between venting. Yeah. And something that's actually very serious and needs to be taken seriously from a management perspective. Right. And I'm not even talking about, like, the content of, like, I'm not talking about, like, a problem that you're bitching about at work. Which, like, the senators are talking about a real problem that should be taken seriously but won't be. But, like, violent language. Right. Right? Like, there's a lot of dudes who will bitch about female bosses or female coworkers and use violent language. And then that never actually gets taken any, like, taken seriously. Right. But if you're bitching about your boss which you're like, gosh, you gave me this project today and I have to turn it in by 3 p.m. That is not enough time. That's venting. Yes. And I I just hope that young people understand the difference. Like, there's a certain part of, like, yes, you should be discreet. But B, you should also understand that work isn't, like, everything in the entire world. And, like, if you have a boss that takes every single thing that you say as a major issue, that boss is not good. Yeah, no. Well, and we already knew that, so. Ooh, the Stars are getting the first power play of the game early in the third. Cool. You know one thing that's really kind of bothering me is that Monty in the front beginning of the season was like, we're not going to take stupid penalties, and all I see them do is take stupid penalties. Oh, my God. Although, the penalty that they took last night that led to the, like, the shorthanded goal and then the power play goal for the... Bruins mm-hmm. was not even like it was a such a stupid call, like it was a touchy. That was a real hey. That was a really clean game. It really was. I was very shocked to tell you to tell you the truth. And frankly, I feel like they only called that penalty and the penalties that ended up leading to the overtime goal because it was such a clean game. Yeah, like the the first penalty that made it a four on three in the overtime was a penalty. Sure. That was too many men. There's no bones about it. Right. But the Issa Lindell penalty, yeah, that was some bullshit. That wasn't really a penalty. No. In most places I don't think that's a penalty. Anyway, whatever. I I honestly I'm not even gonna, I'm not even bitching about it because like we didn't deserve that win. (laughs) Like, we didn't deserve that point, so for whatever we lost in, like, a bullshit way, but, like, we should have lost in a for-real way, so (laughs) whatever. Anyway, we had one particular listener request that I think was really fun. Oh, no. But Dougal said, as their question, me, I just want more Marin reacts to things. Okay. So, what I would like to do is, if you wouldn't mind, open up NHL.com. Why are you saying it like this? Just for fun. Okay. And I want you to go look at the scoring race. And tell me your thoughts. Wait, like the, 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 the stat leaders? Yes, please. Okay. Are we wanting me to react to the fact that it is a Colorado avalanche that is a point leader right now? I mean, I'm just wondering how you feel about things. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Especially considering that there is three Colorado Avalanches in the top ten. Oh, well, okay, first of all, first of fucking all, I would like to point out that David Pasternak owes the entirety of the Stars fan base a fucking fruit basket for the fact that he's on top right now because he did that against the Stars. Yes, I know goals. Like it, it's goals. I know. I'm. Right. Oh my God, Connor McDavid is second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate him so much. Oh, <laughs> I feel sorry for him at the same time. I hate him and it sucks. Okay. Uh. Okay. See, I see Nathan McKinnon is number three. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. It feels fine. Why did they put a G Landiscog instead of Gabriel Landisgog? I see Gabriel Landiscog. I see G Landiscog. That's so weird. I don't know. I hate him. He's so gross. I see that he is number eight, and we're just not talking about it. Fuck him. <laughs> like he is gross, and his face is gross, and everything about him is gross. I think I disagree. With, I disagree with you so strongly. Well, that's because you're, unfortunately, seeing impaired. Uh, did you see, do you you, And or thirsty, one of the two, whatever. Do you see that there is not one Dallas star among the top 50? Um, Top 50? Yeah. Yeah. All the way down this page, there is not one Dallas star among it. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know who is up here? Fucking Patrick. Okay, so, like, how are there two players from Calgary? Wait, one, two, three players from Calgary in the top ten. How is this a thing? Three players from Calgary, three players from Colorado. What the fuck is going on? I need more wine. I am so unhappy that I'm looking at this. Do you want to talk about happy things? Yeah, let's talk about happy things. I can go first. I have a really good one. Okay, go. So, uh, I have a real job, which means (laughs) I have disposable income again. Okay. And for a while, I have actually been... Planning a trip with my family. And we're gonna go at the end of the year to Cambodia with because my cousin lives there. And so I'll get to see my nephew and my Aunt Paula's coming, and it's just gonna be a really fucking cool trip. And like we have we're I'm so fucking excited. But I've been getting I'm on like all these like cheap travel deal lists, mm. and it makes me Are you on Scott's go... cheap flights? That's my favorite. Okay, good. <laughs> And because I'm on Scott's cheap flight, like a week, two weeks ago, they had like a deal out to Inverness for like $400 out of Denver. And I was like, shit, I really want to go to Scotland, but I don't want to go alone. And so I was like asking my friend, I was like, hey, 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 you want to go to Scotland? And she was like, maybe, how much would it cost? And I was like, we could probably get it for cheap. And then she like looked at her finances and then she came back to me and she was like, okay, yeah, but then the deal was gone. So I was like, shit. But... I kept looking and I found more cheap deals. And then I was like, hey, little sister, you want to go to Scotland with me? And she was like, I can't afford it. And I was like, no, no, no. It's like a present if I get your flight. So I'm going to Scotland also. Yay! And I'm so fucking excited. I'm so fucking excited. I mean, we're going to go to Inverness and we're going to see Loch Ness. That's awesome. And then we're gonna go to the Isle of Skye, which is, like, this beautiful fucking Scottish island, and I'm so goddamn excited, and we're gonna go in the spring, and so I have two trips to look forward to. That's awesome. One that's coming up very, very quickly. Which, which one is the one that's coming up very, very quickly? Uh, Cambodia. That happens in December. Oh, shit. That is coming up very quickly. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's the longest, that'll be the longest flight I will ever have taken. How long many hours is it? Uh, well, it goes across the Pacific, so that's very many hours. Okay. Like, I've been to Hawaii, but this is obviously a little further. Yeah. So I think it's something like a 10-hour flight from um, from LA to Seoul. Oh, okay. Yeah, I- so, okay. Maybe longer, actually. The- the time that I flew- okay, one of the times that I went to Russia, we flew from San Antonio to fucking Denver? And made our connection in Denver to fly to Europe, which, in my mind, doesn't make sense at fucking all, because all it did was add three hours onto an already seven-hour-long flight. So, I was in the air for ten and a half hours that time, and we were still not there yet because we had another connection (laughs) in Europe to make before we got to St. Petersburg. That was the worst. That was literally the worst. Like it's total like twenty four hours of travel to get yeah. to Phnom Penh. That that's kind of about what it was for me when I went to Russia. In between, like, um, all the flights, all the layovers, and then like once we got to Russia, leaving Saint Petersburg to go to where we were staying in the camp in the woods. So yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was okay. What's your happy? Excellent. Thing? That's a that's a good happy thing. Uh, I have two happy things. Mm -hmm. So, the first is also a travel thing. I, too, have been watching Scott's Cheap Flights, but I've been watching Scott's Cheap Flights to give me an idea of what I would want to pay to actually get, like, seat selection and a checked bag. (laughs) Because Scott's Cheap Flights, I love it, but they're, like, bare-bones flights. Like, most mm-hmm. of the time, it's not a check bag. It's not, there's no seat selection and all that. And, like, I am of an age and a disposition that if I don't have some certainty in my travel, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, the, the Scotland flight is, is this full-on, like, no seat selection, no. Yeah. N- no check bag. I mean, you can obviously pay for a check bag, but, like. Right, right, so. I wouldn't bring one anyway, so. Yeah, so I uh, am flying to, um, uh, my sister, I mean, I've told you guys before, my sister is moving to London, and she is going to be basically a single parent for the month of April, but especially for the first two weeks of April, so I am going to visit her from, uh, the 7th to the 15th, um, I am going straight from here to there, I don't even have a connection, I'm just, it's a straight flight, and, um i'm gonna see like hyde park and all those things that i've always wanted to see around london i am basically putting together a like romance novel readers like tour of london (laughs) because (laughs) i really want to see all these places i keep hearing about unfortunately i can't go out to bath or up to gretna green where you could get married without posting bands but uh yeah that's I'm really excited about this. So, that's, uh, the first happy thing. The second happy thing is I just celebrated my five-year anniversary at work. And, um, this job makes a big deal out of, like, the milestone anniversaries. So, like, five and ten years and, like, 15, 20, all of those, like, as you keep going. If you keep going. They give you, like, a big present on that, uh, anniversary. Mm -hmm. So, this was my five-year. I got a special plaque, um it has my name on it and like 5 years of dedicated and blah 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 service and then i also got a uh, gift certificate to a spa day Sweet. and it was it was really kind of sweet because like um my my manager who's a new person to the to my my job um got up and <laughs> she read this little thing that one of my coworkers had written for me that was basically like we really love it um really love you you uh like I already have my Christmas tree up at work, so they mentioned the Christmas tree. They mentioned the fact that I like to tell a joke of the day, and I like to tell a joke of the day solely because there's a girl on my team that like overreacts to how terrible these jokes are. So like <laughs> I'll start telling a joke, and she is already flying back in her chair, like "Oh my god, no!" So like <laughs> it's perfect it's beautiful. So like that's why I like to tell a joke of the day, but like now everybody's coming to my desk like, "Hey, what's the joke of the day?" So I actually have to have one. Um <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's a new thing. That, but but it's been great. But uh yeah, they were like we we were going to get you stars tickets, but we just gave you stars tickets last spring and I was like, first of all, there's no such thing as too many stars tickets." Um <laughs> But also, no that's cool. I really do also love the spa, so um the spa that they that they got me a gift certificate to has this like has these packages that you can do, and if I pay a little bit of extra money, I can get like an hour long hot stone massage Ooh. along with like a vitamin C rejuvenating facial along with some like scalp treatment thing and lunch. <laughs> That sounds like a yes. I know. I was like, I will be doing that one. So, yeah. (laughs) That's my happy thing is the thing that hasn't actually happened yet. I just know it can and will. Do you want to do a reader question? Yeah. Yeah. So, Andrew Too Cool for Cali LA asks, Was Spets's Halloween costume not a Don Cherry reference? Question mark. That's where my mind went. I mean... So, if you don't remember last episode, uh Jason Spezza went as grapes. And there was a big old controversy about it. Yes, because everybody was like <laughs> it's, No, we don't need to rehash the no, past. Yes we do No, it's fine. <laughs> I did not I did not get a single tweet about that, by the way. I mean yelling about that. So I mean thanks <laughs> thanks listeners for for just letting me, letting me vent. This is really, like, therapy. That's one so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have been grapes. Anyway, so this is really, like, therapy for me. I found, I found, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, Nicole Byers podcast, which is fantastic. You should totally listen to it. It's called Why Won't You Date Me? I fucking love it. She's probably one of my favorite comedians right now. And, but, like, she talks about her therapy a lot. And... Like I'm like, fuck man, I really need to get back into therapy. And I'm like, yeah, but I do like five podcasts. It's fine. It's fine. I just yeah. talk about my problems with my friends. It's fine. Oh, I'm really <laughs> excited about our new project that we haven't announced yet. That we're not announcing yet, because it's not like But we're very it's, well, it's gonna incredible. be so good. Oh no, this is a teaser. It's gonna be so good. Oh so good. Uh Matt Pizzazz asks What Wait, did we mind? did we talk about the Don Terry thing? I mean, it could have been a Don Cherry thing. That's like, I don't know. It could have been a John Cherry thing. Okay, it could have been. Okay, sorry. Yeah, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Done, done. Could have been. We don't know. Matt Pizazz asks, what kind of blackmail does Brett Ritchie have on the Dallas Stars that allows him to not be scratched ever? So, like, from what I can tell from this season, not that he's done it outside of the preseason, but, like, Brett Ritchie was supposed to be the new Antoine Roussel. So like that is what I was hearing, and like I feel like they think that he's filling that role, and nobody else on the team is filling that role. So, but also, what kind of blackmail might he have? I mean, it's got to be a P tape, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's the one I wanted. I mean, I'm just saying. Not that I want to think about any of the stars an office having a pizza tape at all. But I don't want to think about Trump having a pizza tape. And yet this is the world we live in. This is like the new version of the game. No. Where if you think about the game you've lost? I'm thinking about the game and I, I lost a long time ago. Yeah, we definitely we all lost. We did. We all lost. Okay. The minute the p tape became a thing, we all lost. So Jason of Dammit Jason Fame asks, since Carolyn is good with fancy stats, can you extrapolate the price per penalty minute we are paying Brett Ritchie so far this season? <laughs> uh, so far this season, okay. So yes, but I also did something more fun because I tried to prep for this question, and then I read it badly. Oh. So uh, uh, Brett Ritchie has taken six penalties um, at two minutes each, which we're going to assume they are two-minute penalties. Uh, So he's taken six penalties and played in, I think it was 11 games. So I spread that out over an 82-game season, and then I multiplied it by two. So we've got about 89 penalty minutes we're expecting on the season, which if you're trying to replace Antoine Roussel, you need to step it up, just so you know. Got to get some game misconducts in there. Uh, Brett Ritchie is making, where are you at, 1.75, gotta do some math because I only had one calculator, oh, so he approximately, assuming, you know, with the 1.75 million dollar contract, we are paying about $19,000, 19.662. Per penalty? Per penalty minute. Gross. So double that per penalty. If his current rate of penalties continues out throughout the season. $20,000 per penalty minute. There you go. While you were doing some of that math, I clicked on an article about Quenville getting fired. And Brent Seabrook gave a quote to the press that just says he means the world to me. And now I want to punch something. Did you see, I think you did because I think I saw it from you, but did you see Daniel Carcillo's story about Quenville? Yes! Yes, you saw it for me. I retweeted the entire string of tweets because it was just a lot. Yeah. Do you want me yeah. to find it again and read it for the podcast? Sure. It's going to be a long one anyway. I mean... the peop- We've got a lot of election to avoid. <laughs> the people want what they want. They click on this podcast knowing what we're about. <laughs> okay. Daniel Carcilla says, It's February 15th, 2015. I'm about to walk in the room to get dressed. My phone is ringing off the hook. I answer. It's a friend crying on the other line saying, Steve's gone. Steve's gone. I was in shock. I tried to hide it and get dressed. I broke down once I got to my skates and looked over at his old stall next to Seabrook. I hit it well, though, making it on the ice to warm up. I did a few laps and broke down crying again. I couldn't do it. I was spiritually done. I skated off the ice and ran down the tunnel into Coach Q's office. He had just heard. I was crying. He was crying. He hugged me and my equipment. I was a mess. I couldn't play. He said he understood and he comforted me. He listened. He didn't force me to play. I'm forever grateful. (sighs) And now if they're coming out like, coming out, coming out, like, people knew that this was kind of a thing, but like. Now it's like openly being written about about like the big diff like the big fracture in the Blackhawks front office versus how Quenville. I like, couldn't believe Quenville. how open Mark Lazarus was suddenly allowed to be about the the, the basically the ongoing battle between St- Bowman and Quenville. Well, I guess it's the Athletic, so like I don't give a fuck. I mean, who? Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. But like, shit, dude, I was like, well, all right, that's just the thing that's happening now. I mean like I know it's the athletic but he still has to have access to that team and if he's burning a bridge with the front office like shit (laughs) but yeah yeah I mean I guess there is some there's that but then I think to an extent Laos is very much one of the safer people in hockey writing like he's so well respected yeah and also like there's something to be said about journalistic integrity, because it's very clear, kind of at this point, that it this wasn't Quenville's fault. You know what I oh, mean? Like, oh! Oh, like, honestly. Like, if there is one person in this world that thinks this is Quenville's fault, like, they don't know anything about hockey. Like, or about how front offices work, or about how putting a team together works. Like, come on. Right. This is not Quindle's that's... fault. So I think I think that's kind of where he's coming. From. Like, I mean, I, I, I respect the shit out of doing it. Let's just say that. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. There is... <laughs> I'm sorry, I went back to Twitter. There is a banner advertisement in Ottawa's Canadian Tire Center that says, Uber, we bring the ride. You bring oh. the noise. Oh, no. This is from tonight in the Canadian Tire Center Oh gosh in Ottawa. <laughs> What? Oh my god. <sighs> Jason has another question. Okay, oh yes, sorry. I just looked at the fucking the the update of the Florida vote and I just got really sad all over again. Okay. Stop. I know. No. I'm, I left Twitter. It's fine. Number two. Can you please let me know your feelings about the unofficial player of the podcast? No, this is asked Moments After the Caps game. Uh, I've had a lot of wine tonight. Who's our unofficial player of the podcast? Jason Dickinson. Oh, that is not who I thought it was going to be. Because he has Dick in his name. Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> oh, I bet he's really happy that that's the so- what we're going with, Jason Dickinson's mom. If you listen to this podcast, I am truly sorry that you listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not that we said anything about your son or the fact that your last name has Dick in it, <laughs> and we definitely haven't said anything about your son's dick. So, like you know, we're doing okay until now. Um, <laughs> not that I was going to. The you game just did part two. Um, I am. Truly sorry that you chose to click on this podcast. We're going to make sure that Jason Dickinson is in all of the SEO just so that we're just going to like Jason Dickinson's mom the SEO. The one for Jason Dickinson's mom is what we should call this podcast. <laughs> Only Jason's Dickinson, Jason Dickinson good god. Only Jason Dickinson's mom can listen to this podcast. Jason's mom has got a- <laughs> The one for proud mothers. The one for proud mothers only of Jason Dickinson. Is there another Dickinson? We don't care. No. Only Jason Dickinson's mom. Only J- Okay, so what are our Not even about his dad, him? just his mom. Dude, okay, are we okay? Are we going to move on to what our feelings are? Are we just going to? Yeah, we are. We're, okay. Are we? Do we have feelings? I like it. I think he's great. I'm, I'm pro I, Jason Dickinson. Not just because of his name. Sorry. I really wanted to add, or his dick, and I felt like that was a step too far. With his mom listening, yes.
1: <laughs> if she uh, is.
0: And if you are, ma'am, I'm not sorry. Oh, God. Does Jason Dickinson have sisters? <laughs> i'm almost afraid to google but i'm about to google don't don't google no live in, live in ignorant bliss it's cool i'm not really able to find anything because nobody cares about jason dickinson oh <laughs> we care i care you can be assured of that mrs dickinson seriously the best shanty in all the land asks did y'all see the Maple Leafs being scared video? Why don't the stars do stuff like that? Do they hate fun? Well, if our last few results are anything to go by, yes. Okay, so first of all, yes. I mean, from my understanding, a lot of players hate that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure Austin Matthews didn't have a good time. <laughs> Oh, my being God. Being scared is not fun. I hate being scared. I don't mind being startled in the way that those players were startled. I hate being scared, and I hate being grossed out. But being startled yeah. like that, I think is fine. For me. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. Like, it's not, like, there's some people that are like, I hate surprises. I like surprises. Like, good, fun things. Like I said, I don't like being grossed out. I don't like being surprised with bugs. Or that time that I was peeing in my trailer when I lived on my parents' ranch and a fucking centipede walked into my bathroom. That was not a fun surprise. (laughs) That was an I-clenched-every-muscle-in-my-body-midstream kind of surprise. (laughs) And I don't think I peed again for weeks. You basically mummified yourself. I did, I did, <laughs> I did. Well, next question. Yes. Okay, sorry. It's only four point. I don't understand why people are posting election results when only four percent of the Shh. polls are reporting. Okay. Um, next question. Jen, friend of the podcast, Jen asks. Uh, number one, four nations kept this week. All the teams feel like they have the potential to be amazing. If the hockey TV announcers start talking about boys' high school football again, would a jury really convict me? No. No, that's true. Well, that depends on who is on the jury. Well, it also depends on whether or not the um, uh, trial is held in Texas, which, yes, they would convict you. Yeah, that that was going to be my second caveat. If it's held in but, Canada or somewhere like that, then fuck no. But, like, are you in Minnesota, maybe? But, yeah, if it's held down here. Yeah. <sighs> definitely depends on where you do the murder. Do the... Make sure you do the murder in a hockey state. Do the murder in a hockey state. I mean, technically Texas is a hockey state, but it's not really a hockey state. They don't really have a whole lot of high school hockey. No. No do do the murder in a state where they do a lot of high school hockey. Do a murder do do the mur yeah, do the murder in a state where there's hockey. A lot of hockey. More hockey than is in Texas. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Minnesota. Yeah, I've had a lot of wine at this point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can probably tell. Uh yeah. I am distressingly so I'm so Ugh. sorry. Um, okay, number two, if you threw out a fake stat name in an interview, which players do you think would call you on it? Sidney Crosby, for sure. Taylor Hall, maybe? Taylor Hall, for damn sure. He knows his shit. He does. He does. I feel like he is one of those people that was, that, like knows everything that he needs to know about himself pretty well but like anything else is kind of like oh whatever yeah yeah though I will say so there's I think I think you there are many people who find Taylor Hall very attractive in the facial body way Uh, (laughs) 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 when you're sober (laughs) In the facial body way? What does that mean? <laughs> there are many people who think he's very pretty in the face, but also in the body. I mean, and well, like, yes, I will say I do find him attractive, but I also think he has small hands, which I find distressing. <laughs> I have never been one of those people who thought he was pretty in the face. Like, body, yeah, but face, I'm just like, eh. Now I'm kind of like... But you're kind of hot in the head. <laughs> well, if you ever if you start thinking that, <laughs> just let me know because I'll remind you that he needed an open book test to again fail his boating license. <laughs> he was younger young. than he was. He was a lot younger. Um, no, I've always been delighted by. It. I mean, it's not like I would let him defend me at court. Like, well, no. First of all, <laughs> Carolyn, he's not a lawyer. <laughs> I would hope that should you be brought up against any sort of real charge that you went with a lawyer to defend you. Yes. So Taylor Hall would call us on it. Ben Bishop might call us on it just because he knows what they are as he discards them or disregards them. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, wait a minute. You're making that up. I told you all stats were bullshit. (laughs) See? (laughs) I knew it. Big stat trying to pull one over on me. Big stat. Oh, my God. Mainstream stats! No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to characterize you, Ben Bishop, as an alt-right guy. You're really not. You're mostly pretty chill. Yeah. Except for this bullshit. I mean, except for the stat bullshit. You're the most chill. Everybody has their breaking point. It's true. I just poured the last of my wine into my big juice glass. (laughs) Okay, uh, it's your turn, I think. It is. Courtney asks... So they had to go and mess up my question with a couple of wins, but I'm asking it anyway. Is Jamie Benn's, quote-unquote, beard the actual cause of the Star's Terrible Road Record? Is it cursed? Discuss. Okay, so he only started with his beard last year, right? Like, he didn't have it before then. Um, I think he played around with a goatee, but, like, never had, like, a full-on, like, he, he's kind of bushy now. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like, before last year, he would get let it get to stubble and then he'd shave again. Yeah, I think so. I mean, why you are the Jamie? No, Dennis I know. Of the I, but I had a lot of wine, so I'm just looking for some outside confirmation <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what happened. Is that like I'm prior sure to last year? Confident. Well, because remember he grew a sadness beard. Yes, at one point when yes when Jordy left. <laughs> yeah, he grew the sadness beard, but then he shaved it. Yeah. So okay, here, yeah, okay. So he he was experimenting with it last year. Look what happened. He's doing it again this year. We're only nine games into the season, but they're not great. Fourteen. So no, we're more than nine games in. Whatever many games in fourteen days. Fourteen games in fourteen games. Fourteen games into the season, and it's not not awful, but not awesome. So more or less cursed than a mummy's tomb. I mean nobody's died. So I'm gonna have to go with less cursed than a mummy's tomb. More or less cursed than a bad penny. Uh probably more cursed than a bad penny. More or less cursed than a haunted doll. Oh god. Okay, are you caught up on the bibam? Did you get? <laughs> oh yes, I am very caught up on the bib. <laughs> The haunted sex doll was pretty much <laughs> one of the most horrifying things I've ever listened to. More or less cursed than a haunted sex doll. I'm gonna go with less cursed. <laughs> because I will probably forget Jamie Ben's beard at some point. I will never forget the haunted sex doll. <laughs> and now you have lost the game three times uh, and that's all we have uh, for you today. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah okay bye <laughs> no we have to do all our shit oh right <laughs> you can find me on twitter at class listening you can find me on twitter at marinish <laughs> and you can find our official twitter at deep hockey if you have a longer question comment or Haunted sex doll story, you can email us at deephardhockey at gmail.com. You can actually send your haunted sex doll stories straight to fucking nowhere. Or <laughs> if you really need to share them, you can send them straight to Carolyn Wilkie because I will tell you that Marin will not be reading that bullshit. <laughs> you can find our official blog at com. Where we will publish your haunted sex doll stories. We will absolutely <laughs> not! Bye! Good riddance!